This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. We're your top Sweeties. Hey, everyone. I'm Wa. And I'm Chris. And welcome to Docu Sweeties. We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes redundant world of reality TV and docuseries. Yes, but through our own lens, which can't wait for this shit to end. Hey. Happily it is. And so this is the end and it'll be sweet (laughs) until season three happens. Hello. Mm. We're talking about the curious case of Natalia Grace. Um, Season two, episode six. It's called One Door Closes. And what a window it opened at the end. So Mm. I hate this so much. Let's just, I know I'm so mad. So basically, we opened, we had talked about, obviously, some of the sexual discussions we had with Natalia back in the day. We talked about, you know, Christine putting makeup on her. We, We know that at the Westfield Apartments, there was like some real weird, shady behavior, whether some happened um at the mental house and whether maybe some happened before in ukraine like it's all really shady and fucked up the entire time and then on top of that and this is where i hate this for the doc for the docs producers they know all that but then on that they're going to layer this an accusation that they gave to michael for season one from freddie who is the uh musiciany kind of roadie road road man um from yesterday Porter. Porter. Let's yeah, start that, that Christine had reached out to to find out about uh little people living like successfully or well. And Freddie makes an accusation that Christine had told him that she had found Natalia and Michael. She had said they fucked, they had sex, she found them having sex. There were sexual relations. She accused him of having an affair. It's like this man on camera, we're watching him. Like if I was holding up my laptop, which I can't do is I'm recording this on my laptop to Michael. It's all like, so it's, it feels fake. Like it feels, I don't know. It feels the, the way that they present <laughs> every part of this feels so hard to latch onto. And this feels so sensational. And then, then they have to make Michael and Natalia both react to it. And both are like vehemently, like absolutely fucking not. Yes. Why do they bring this up? Because Christine's not there to make the accusation. Freddie isn't really there. He's like in an interview that they're, they are just, like what? Like is it? Yeah, what's happening? And then what's Terrence's opinion? Since he has all these opinions, so what does he think about this? Is what I want to know. Great. Ah, uh, what? What do you? What do you think about this, sir? Uh okay. Then also, Freddie alleges that Christine also told him that Natalia was also sleeping with a neighbor's husband. So, oh yeah, there's that. So it's it's all just. And meanwhile, Natalia is still seven eight. 
nine years I, old. Disgusting. So then both Natalia and Michael are like, absolutely not. And then we go back to Natalia and Michael sitting together. So this mm-hmm. is all done separately where mm-hmm. we have Michael and Natalia separate saying, mm-hmm. hell no, hell no, hell no. And mm-hmm. then they're sitting together back with his mutton chops and his tall glass of water and her sitting next to him. And she's like, did you know about the pepper spray? Did you know she pepper sprayed me? And he's like, I just found out two weeks ago. We cut to Beth, the analyst. And she's like, why did Michael lie about that? He knew about that a year ago. He knew about that two years ago. He knew about it because he, he said he knew about it. So why is he lying to her, to her face that he didn't know? The reason is because Michael is a coward. He doesn't want to admit to her that he knew all the things that were going on up about her because then he would have to admit culpability to really having had done nothing. Cause right now he's saying, yeah, I knew, I knew that she hit you. I knew that, that the boys kicked you down the stairs, but that they all made Christine cause he can't deny some things, but anything mm-hmm. that he can deny, he will deny because he doesn't want to look like a bad guy because mm-hmm. he really, really wants to hide behind the fact that Christine made him do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's like, well, what lies did she tell you or what did she make up about me? Like, you know, and he's like, I really don't want to go down this road. Like, he doesn't want to have to, like, blanketly mm-hmm. say all of the things that I've talked, you know, he's talked about. And he's like, but you did have a knife in our bedroom. And she's like, no, that never happened. And he's like, mm-hmm. well, you did. Mm-hmm. And the way he says it just so plainly, uh, he's like, yeah, I don't know to tell you, you did. And he's like, I did find one underneath your bed. And she's like well, why would I do that? I couldn't even get to it. He's like, I don't know what to tell you, girl. But you did. And at this point, even the the analyst is like, it seems like she doesn't actually remember to say no. She just doesn't remember that she did. She doesn't, like, she doesn't remember whether, like, she's saying she would not and she could not because of these things. Not mm-hmm. necessarily, like, emphatically no. Um, and he, and the uh, Beth is also saying, like, even if she had, she probably did because she was experiencing trauma. Mm-hmm. And the way that Michael is saying it so plainly, it's like, you know, it, pro- you know, it, and so to me, like, to me, it's neither here nor there whether or not it did happen. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I honestly don't care. There's been so much shit happening to her that whether or not she had a knife, I don't think that she was a threat. She could barely hold the knife, even if she had one. They weren't in any actual danger. She could. Yeah. She wasn't strong enough to do anything to them. Yes. So to me, that's how I feel. I I completely agree. And you know, like there, of course, the documentary is going to go back to then, like footage of her saying that she had knives. You know, like when she's young, and because so they want to, you know. <laughs> They want to say, well, maybe she had them also, maybe she had them for self-defense. Like there's a bunch of reasons why she could, or she maybe did, or, you know, like she was playing with something or, you know, whatever. I think that she probably, I know she, I, in my heart of hearts, feel like this person acted out, obviously. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I think that this person was meant and or triggered by someone, an environment, two parents that were not ever going to put her needs uh, 
you know, in front of them and or give her what she needed based upon, you know, why they why they uh, took her in. And I guess the circumstances I and, and one of the sadder parts of this and the Natalia, like, I feel like wants to know, especially in the beginning is like, why didn't you just like get get me to someone else who fucking liked me? You know, like, mm-hmm. which is a really hard thing to hear and, and have her say or whatever. And anyway, so basically, um, she also wants to say that you know, we, we hear about this reactive attachment disorder as also being w- one of the reasons that she definitely admits to like could be for, for any sort of behavior that also happened. But um, she also says she had behavior issues when she went to the man said that she was lying, stealing, cussing, you know, and that they really righted her. Now here is where it gets and feels a little propaganda-y. It always has felt a little contrived and a little propaganda-y the amount of happiness, stability, safety, and perfection that is her life with the man's, right? Like, and it's been not just perpetrated by her. In fact, she's kind of like the less perpetrator of the perfection that has been perpetrated. There's a lot of P words by really like Cynthia and Antoine, because Cynthia can't stop saying how, vi- and it's true, how victim victim she was and what she endured and how, how ideal she is now in the environment with the mans, you know what I'm saying? And the mans are very front-facing Christians, Christians, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. there's a goddamn person named Bishop, you know, and or he's a bishop, and he's his, a bishop. His, his, his name is Antoine. For, yeah. I keep thinking this person's. I'm like in my mind of like his. Okay, no, he was not born bishop. His, his he's yeah. Bishop Antoine. Bishop he's Antoine. Not a, he's not our bishop. Is he so, go to so Jesusy, so Jesusy, and the hands on and everything or whatever, mm-hmm. and so. The I can't imagine that person writing a paragraph nor a sentence. So I can't imagine he's I know. anybody's bishop. So unfortunately, the pageantry of that kind ofness is hard for us as truth going folk to like latch on to as being like, well, now she's saved. She's we can't like listen. There are some people watching this docuseries that are like, well, she got into a good Christian home, so she's saved. Okay, Mm-mm. and that's Mm-mm. that's and I know that that's what's happening, Mm-mm. and that is crazy mm, they got 11 I'm not, kids i'm not they saying got, they're yes. irresponsible i'm not saying that there aren't good christian folk and i'm not saying that like religion doesn't help people but what i'm saying is these peeps aren't it and so there's no part of this hockey series where you're like oh natalia's done or you know you're like oh natalia found it honey the holy land okay so <laughs> having said that she's like but that's what's being told to us like oh at first yeah she came but now you know they've they've stabilized me in a loving home and now i know what it's like to, ha- to have brothers and sisters that parents that care about me that that you know like we all live such a happy life or the kids just run over and just hug them and kiss them and tease them and everything is chill like everything is great meanwhile like there's genesis like it's the tiny baby i'm just kidding you know, like there's, there's some, there's some cracks and everyone, the producers know that we've been shown them, you know, we're picking up. Yeah. On them. No, Antoine, something wrong with him. Uh, he's quick. To, no, something wrong with him. And then Cynthia, something wrong with her too. Like just picking up a girl off the street and taking care of her and then just using her EBT. The EBT then, thing. Yeah. Just using up her EBT. Like what processes did they put in, in place to really just take this girl underneath their wing? Um, one, Two, they just adopted her, like, at the end of this when she's 19. That's fine. But, like, what was stopping them from doing that before? Maybe it was the Barnetts? I don't know. Um, Can I say something? Isn't it interesting why she wants to do this, she says, to change her name? She's like, I don't want to be a Barnett anymore, which I totally get. But in my mind, I'm like, 
you can just change your name. She's already 19. So in my mind, I'm like, is there a legal benefit to her being adopted by them? But maybe you're right. Or you didn't say this, but maybe it's because of that thing where because God bless, she's she's considered someone that needs to be needs to have help. Maybe someone needs to have like a certain guardianship and or maybe the adoption is strictly a way for her to them to get funds as like some sort. I'm sorry. Yes. I'm, what yes. I'm trying to understand is I why just, she feels like she wants to get rid of the Barnett name and not be associated with them, which is a name change. But for some reason, adoption's happening at 19. Yeah. And they're in the liquor store with her EBT card when we see her at the beginning one. They're not even in like a grocery store. Like oh. they're in the liquor store. So like, I, I don't trust the Manses at all. Like the fact that they would irresponsibly take 11 kids or however many kids they got is too many is what it is. It's too many. Any more than four? It's too many. What they when they have a disabled Natalia, that bathroom, their house is derelict. Like it's not derelict, but it is on its last leg. Like they live behind that church. How many parishioners do they have? How do they make money besides off of all of those children Kids. that biologically do not look like they belong to him? So I have a lot of questions. I do not trust the man's. I don't think that, I mean, yes, you could say that they are doing whatever, but like, it's too much. It's too much. It's too many. Babes, you can't trust trust the man's. You can't trust the man. Now here we are. So basically they're like, well, you know, they really just wanted closure. This Michael Natalia thing. So they close this situation. Natalia's like, Michael, I forgive you. You know, can I pray with you? And I'm like, Jesus. Oh, I know. And then Bishop's like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? God bless. So then Natalia, like, then Michael gets on his, like, knees, and Natalia, like, does the whole thing, like, and basically, like, does the thing that's, like, the condescending Christian prayer, which is, I hope and pray that God comes into your soul someday and fucking writes you. It's always this prayer of, like, like, I, I, okay, I wasn't raised evangelical, okay? So this part is always weird to me because in my Catholic ways, no one has like the power to do that to you except for a priest. You know what I'm saying? When Bishop is against the Bishop, but you know what I'm saying? Like maybe a priest, but even a priest wouldn't like say that like kind of thing. Like it's thanks God, you know, a priest is more like listening to your fucking shit. And then it's like, mm, Five know, you Marys yeah, you know, it's like, it's, yeah. And so there's not like this kind of like, I don't know if God's going to forgive you, but you know, it's like, it's a weird, like I, I, this is why I'll never forget. Like, I'll be honest. There's been times in which people have tried to pray over me in this way and I won't stand for it. I find it really condescending and like sort of disrespectful about my relationship with God. Like every time this has happened, it's always been like, and I, cause it'll always be like someone being like, yeah, like I pray that the Holy spirit comes into your heart. And I'll be like, bitch, what makes you think he's not there? How dare you? The, I'm sorry, me, you know, HS, been kicking it. I've been, a you know, like, I know this shit, of course. Like, you know, like, why are you, th- you know, it's always, there's very, it's a very condescending thing. So, uh, but whatever, she needs to do her thing. God bless. And, she, and she's been, Bishop's been doing this over her, whatever, God bless. And Michael puts up with it, gets in his fucking car, puts on the same shitty K-Rock alternative rock station that mm-hmm. brought him here, puts in that whatever music it is. It's like, mm-hmm, bat, it's mm-hmm. like off-brand um, Nirvana. Black Eyed Peas, or, you know, like, not Black Eyed Peas. Uh, I know, I'm so sorry. I went to say, like, oh no. I Nirvana, went to go say, Smashing Pumpkin. Garden's Black Hole Sun, and then that's what mm-hmm. came out. Um, mm-hmm. My own fault. Um, make it better, Christina. Black Hole Sun, Won't you come? Oh, wipe so away the rain. 
I love it. I mean, listen, Elton, 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 great song. What a what a voice that one, that Chris Cornell. What a mm-hmm. what a voice. Um, by the way, he does like a lot of crazy covers. He like was a great musician in R.I.P. So and like that's why I said broke down because Soundgarden's great, but like that's not what who's listening to. Please let me move on. So basically, you know, um, we it's adoption day. To, yeah, oh, she apologized. Yeah. Biggest- what adoption day? Yeah, 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 adoption day. Yeah, go ahead. Oof. So it's adoption day. They're all wearing like matching shirts or whatever. Same something, something. She's they're all there and they're all like so excited. And uh, they get into the court and she like swears and raises her right hand. And then the um, the judge is like, so your um, birth date here says one thing, but your legal document here says another date. And they're and she's like, yeah, I was reaged at the age of eight. And she's the the thing is like oh but what does your birth certificate said that I was born in two thousand six and they're like oh so whatever it is you're uh, an adult <laughs> like yeah uh, which is crazy the court crazy. crazy? Well, it's always that the courts in this situation can't wait to not have to deal with her. They're like what do you want what do you want to be what do you think you're gonna be kind of fine get on here it's like you know like. <laughs> Could you imagine having a birth certificate say that you were born in 2009 and then having a legal ID saying that I you wish. just... Don't tempt me with a good time. Just <laughs> saying that you're 33 and you just so be young. And everyone's no. just like, what? And you're just like, yeah, some, these these uh, maniacs re-aged me at the age of eight when I clearly have a documentation from a country saying that I'm... Saying that I was eight, so they just moved me up fifteen years. So yeah, I'm going to re-age myself. I'm going to re-age myself younger. I'm going to go to a doctor but right she now. I'm going to re-age you, yourself. I am going to re-age. I'm going to go to a dermatologist. I'm going to be like, look at this skin. What do you think the skin is? I know you think the skin is a little younger. What do you think the skin is? And I'm going to have a dermatologist be like, that is twenty nine year olds. But why skin. hasn't she re-aged herself already? Why hasn't she re-aged herself? You know, I, you know, it's, it's, I don't know the answer. I don't, I don't I mean, know the answer. Yeah. I mean, they I guess cry, you know, yeah. they cry so much. And it's a wonderful moment, but I really need her to re-re-age herself and, you know, uh, do all the things that she needs to do. Cause once she re-re-ages herself now, I don't know the statute of limitation, but she needs a civil and go and sue every single one of them. It seems because, like that's what's going to happen. Like, yeah. that's what feels like they keep hitting at that. And Terrence is on the offensive for it. You know, yeah. like if, yeah, why would, because why would Terrence be there? You know, like what is Terrence hoping will happen or, you know, like, but he should just drop him as a client. Like that's the truth. Why stay with Michael? Once she gets re-re-aged and there's actual evidence that the girl is like between 19 and 22, this is a lost fucking cause. What's your did, case now? Did Terrence get paid by this docu-series for the entire thing? Because Michael could not have had enough money to pay Terrence. And Terrence didn't, they didn't win a settlement from Nat- Natalia nor Christine. So how is Terrence worthwhile benefiting from this situation from Michael? Like, I don't know. Think about that. Like, but what's his conscience telling him? Like, at some point, the conscience money, money, kick money. In. Hey, money and power. My money and power. Power. I just reading this, by the way. I'm reading um like this Jackie Onassis, you know, whatever bio- biography, and like something her mom said was just like they just said like that one time her mom, her mom was named Lee, and then like she had a daughter named Lee. Okay, her mom one time was like, um. The secret to happiness is money and power. And I was like, 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I mean, definitely education, I think, is like and knowledge is the is is the trifecta because you have to have knowledge in order to, to spend your money right in order to like and use your power in ways to be happy. And I'm not because like, here's the thing. If you're going to say I need to be surrounded by my family and friends and for us to be happy and like to, for us to be healthy. Yeah. Health costs money. And the best way to make money is to have certain amount of a certain amount of power. So unfortunately, that's true. But I also think knowledge is the thing: education or knowledge, a want or a curiosity for you know a betterment or good. Because you can you can then you're just a shitty person. I think there's a lot of like shitty people that are don't have like the the curiosity of a mind to have like an education and or a knowledge about things that would make them happy. Like, but they do have money and power, but they always lose them anyway. Um, so this is basically what happens at the end of this. So we, so, you know, the, the, again, the court and the judge is like, okay, well, whatever you want to be is whatever you want to be. Can I like fucking get off this and go to like have my lunch and my like rosé of the day? I mean, I have to tell mm-hmm. you like every court really does a disservice to her. So in the sense of everyone just is like, whatever it has to be, you know, Anyway, the documentary is like, great. You guys all cry. Everyone's so happy. Everyone hugs. Bishop, like, can't stop crying. He basically, he basically doesn't even, like, hug Natalia as much as he just, like, cries for himself. Everyone, then, yeah, everyone hugs him. Yeah. And uh, then we have a scene of her sitting on the roots of a tree talking about how her future is bright. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to go and I'm going to get my high school diploma. So I'm like, what happened with that? Why didn't you finish school? So she's going to get her high school diploma. And she's like, I can't wait for everything that's going to happen in my future. I'm a man's now. Um, Yeah, everything is great. Everything's looking up and up. And then we see the screen go black. And it says two weeks ago, six months after she was adopted, we get this call. And it's like a disturbing call or whatever. And then it is voice recordings of the Manzes. And first we see, we hear uh, Antoine say, some name right with Natalia. She's tweaking. I mean, she's done something before, but... This is a new low. And then we've got Cynthia saying, um, I mean, she has naturally only has emotions for herself. We're done with her. And then we have a scene of her, the a drone footage of it panning up and she's goth. I mean, she's wearing some like white thick hose, like a black leather skirt and like, her hair is up and different and she's wearing black lipstick. And the only thing that I have deduced from that one thing is like, maybe she doesn't want to be prayed over anymore. 
maybe she's like, I'm good. I just want to live my life and I want to dress the way I want to dress. I want to do be me and do whatever. And maybe that's why he thinks she tweaking or does she, does he really think that she's on meth? They also said, I feel like she's the enemy in the house. And she said to us that we have held her hostage, made us look like we're the enemy. She's stabbing her family in the back over a complete lie. You know, which is like, what? You know, so basically that's how it ends. And then we're supposed to be like, oh, so we're the curious case. Nellie Grace is still curious. We're still finding out should it continues. You know, like it literally gives us this you know, the story continues kind of bullshit where you're like, oh my God, I cannot believe, you know, this is a nightmare. So I will tell you that in another update, Cynthia Mann released um, a statement to the most prestigious news outlet outlet you possibly can, (laughs) not even TMZ, not even TMZ, which she could have done TMZ, but you know who she released? Media blackout. Oh, media takeout.com. Yeah. No. Sorry. Uh, no, it's okay. I knew exactly what you was like. Oh, mm. uh, no, the sun, the fucking sun, oh, the sun, the, a grandma magazine. Oh, the sun <laughs> is one of them grandma paper magazines, like in the aisle of the bonds. Like, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> that's what it is. You know, I couldn't believe it. I was just like, oh my God. And sh- you know what she said? Oh, we're good. We're totally good. No, totally. Everything's totally chill. Natalia is chill, chill, chill. She's living with someone else now, totally living with someone else, but we're still, t- we're fine. We're a family. In fact, here is a screenshot of a recent FaceTime between me and Natalia. This, the, it's a screenshot. It's obviously not, it's obviously a droid. It's definitely not an iPhone. Um, and Natalia is just like living somewhere else, honey. And I think that you made a really good opinion or whatever. You made a really good theory, which is that, Natalia is going to, with power and money, which she might get, not going to want to be under anyone's house rules at all. She's going to be like, you know, I hate to say this, but at some point, she's whether we want to admit this or not, she's now going to be a celebrity. Gypsy Rose is like the biggest name in Hollywood right now, I'm saying. And I'm not saying that Natalia has quite the Gypsy Rose pool, but she's now going to have three three seasons of a fucking docuseries on TV. I mean, she was in the middle of nowhere. Of course, people are going to be like, whatever you can, you know, people are going to recognize her. And having said that, when you have a, a little bit of money and power, it's hard to keep you underneath a thumb. And I don't even mean Bishop's thumb. I mean, Jesus is them. And I mean, also like she's 19. If she's 19, she's going to want to fuck and all that stuff. And how the hell is she going to get out of that? Like 11 person household? Where are you going to fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, and also how raggedy gonna, ass house. How are you going to fuck so many things? I'm not quite sure anyway, but there's, she's, you know, and so she wants to be out of their, she wants to be out of their, um, raggedy ass house. I, and jurisdiction. Ooh, whoosh. Oh, we did it. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for joining us. If you would like to support your girls, you can do so by joining us on patreon.com slash docusweeties. It's $10 a month. Oh, um, I forgot to do one more thing. Mm-hmm. Sorry. An update from Natalia is that she posted on Instagram saying, hey, you guys, just so you know, I'm totally fine. I'm totally safe and I'm totally happy. Everything's great. But I just can't see anything because I'm under contract. Which means that she's getting paid, obviously, for this. And again, season three is, I think, going to happen from Cynthia's point of view. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, I don't mean to lie. Uh, no worries. No worries. Um, I hope I hope season three is only one episode. <laughs> We're going to make it one episode, Chris. We're going to give a synopsis of season three. We're not doing it episode by episode. I mean, unless, 
unless they really blow us out the water, listen, unless we're not Christine. putting it. We're not putting it up unless it's. We're gonna watch the whole season, mm-hmm. and we're not putting it up unless we deem it worthy of our of our time. They better get fucking Christine. They better get her too. And I want to see the mother kids. I would throw money. I mean, I know you can't throw money at her. You can't throw money at a a villain. Oh fuck! How do you get her? Here's a horrible thing. I'm not not giving her anything. Not a nugget. I know it. It's like she's already famous. If anything, if she 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 wanted to be famous so bad, but now she knows this whole thing is like unless she could somehow be promised. This is a horrible thing. If the producers promised Christine, sounds horrible. Stop. Okay. Thank you. Patreon.com slash DocuSweeties for $10 a month. If you can't do that, Chris will tell you the free ways you can do it. If you want to tell you, go your tirade, go ahead. Are you taking your, your thing off? Okay. Okay. I was going to say, if they wanted to get her, what they would have to do is promise her that they will poke holes in Natalia enough to make Natalia look crazy, which is basically what they've already done by having Terrence say that Natalia's crazy. Because I told you, Nat- Terrence said that Natal- everywhere Natalia goes, there has been issues, which is the same thing Christine said in her long-ass Facebook thing. Anyway, having said that, you can follow us on Instagram as well. We are at DocuSweeties. We are at DocuSweeties on TikTok. We are at DocuSweeties, uh, whatever, on X with the one. And we also have a private Facebook group, which I, by the way, posted the screenshots of what I'm talking about in the docu sweeties podcast facebook group having said that thank you so much for listening if you haven't yet consider giving us five stars we don't deserve it for picking this docu series but at least we're all over it and <laughs> please give us five stars for having even uh, went through the murk and maybe a helpful review we love you guys so much and we're, you know thank you bye, <laughs> bye.